Welcome to the Home with Havla podcast. I'm your host, Havla. Okay, today we are interrupting our regular scheduled program. Well, the series that we're doing on focus for an up-to-date live reality that's happened in our life. I told you guys on socials what happened. It is, it's like a Dateline episode, you guys. You're gonna wanna tune in. It's story time. We're gonna tell you how it happened, the emotions behind it, and the good news is it's all resolved. So don't let you feel, don't, don't feel any anxiety for us. We're doing good, but I thought it would be important for you to find out why and how and what happened in our world. So again, we'll get back to the to the regular scheduled series next week on focus. Okay, last things before we jump in. There's something that I am so excited to tell you about. I've been waiting to talk about this for months. And I can actually, the team has given me a go ahead. I can actually talk about it. Our Truth Academy is open. Yes, the doors have flung open and you are invited to sit at my table in 2022. So let me give you the details before so you don't miss anything. Truth Academy is a private community that I mentor. It's all kinds of things. It's the top five, which is there's a theme we go through every month which I take you through. There is a focus study, a Bible study that you can do that helps you get into the word and focus on that theme. There's also a complete live coaching call that only you are invited to once a month. There's also a game plan that goes into your into your into your website, I was gonna say, into your email, and that has an entire game plan for the month so you can operate and use and, well, experience this theme in your everyday life. And lastly, there's an hour training that I take you through on the theme. And I forgot to tell you, there's a whole community of thousands of people around the world that are just like you. They have the same heart, the same desires, and they're looking for friends and people like you. So there's a private Facebook community. You are welcome to join us. And just to make it, well, really inviting, we've given those of you that want to join the first month off 50% off. You guys, it's not like that every month, but it's a little more than a cup of coffee. Really, it's a little less than two cups of coffee at Starbucks. It's incredible. So go to our show notes, click Truth Academy. And if you don't want to do that and you just want to Google it yourself, you can go to thetruthacademy.com. That's thetruthacademy.com. And if you're just in, you're like, I've been waiting for this to open. I love you, Havala. I love Truth to Table. Then why don't you just join us for the year? Like just sign up for the yearly, the annual, and you won't have to think about it. And I promise you, your life is going to be changed. Like I promise you that you don't have to do your spiritual life in isolation. You don't have to do your motherhood in isolation. You don't have to do your world in isolation. No matter what country you're in, you can join us. We want you there. There's a seat at our table and it's waiting for you. So join us. It's risk-free. If it's not for you, you can cancel anytime. And uh, well, I don't think you will because you're going to love it. All right, you guys, that's it for now. Don't forget to go to thetruthacademy.com. 
let's go into, well, we're jumping into my live broadcast on my socials explaining what happened to us and our story. And um, yep, I'll catch you next week for the regular scheduled program and the series on focus. Here we go. Hey, you guys, Havla Cunnington here. You guys, welcome to, well, a moment into my crazy life. It has been pretty unbelievable. The last 24 hours is hard to fully describe what we have gone through, but I'm going to give you a play-by-play. I'm going to tell you where we are right now and hopefully maybe protect you guys from what happened to me. Um, The last 48 hours has been crazy. So if you are on this, you know, this recording, um, you probably know a little bit about what's going on, but if you don't, I want to give you exactly what happened and then give you what's happened now at this moment. If you are watching on socials, give me a shout out, say hello so that I know that you're here. And if you're on the podcast, well, you know, we'll, we'll connect later. So I wanted to um, give you guys a little update of what's been happening with us. So Sunday, we were home. Everything was normal. Um, Monday morning, we get um, an email from a staff member that says, it looks like we're going to be verified. Um, And we have been so excited about this. Now, I want to explain to you guys that this does not really matter in, in real life for most of us, but people like to create fake accounts. And you might not know this, and I didn't either, but it is literally, it's like been a, um, it's been a complete learning curve for me. Uh, but the online world and the social world is fun and we do it for leisure and encouragement and it's awesome. We, I love socials. I love being online. I love going on different Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the things. I love it. I even like TikTok. I love it all. But what we don't often understand is that there's an underbelly to this world. And the underbelly is that there are real hackers out there that, um, steal your information, and then sell it on the black market. Now, when I said this to my family and friends on Monday, they thought I was joking. They're like, ha, 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 yeah, ransom, ha, ha, ha. They did not understand that I wasn't joking. This is a real thing, and it happens. And so basically, we, through human error, totally accidentally, we filled out a form we thought was from Instagram. It said, We want to get you verified. Congratulations. Please fill out this form. The form asked for our username and it asked for our email. And I don't think it asked for the phone number, but it asked for the username and the email. Now, I just want you to know that, and this is really now looking back, I'm like, oh, Facebook and Instagram and all your socials, they own what the company, like they own what you're on right now. They don't need personal information from you. They have it. You're on their site. This is their world. So your bank account isn't going to ask you for your account number only to verify, but that's not really like if you're talking to the bank, they're not saying now, you know, what's this and what's that? Like if you're in your account, they know what it is. They're not confused. You don't have to enter in your social security number every time you go to withdraw money. They know your personal information. So Instagram 
Um, we, again, it looked very real. It had an Instagram symbol. Um, it was an exciting email. So we filled that stuff in and all of a sudden we went back to get into our social account and we realized we could not access it. Now I have multiple social accounts. Um, there is, um, on, on Instagram specifically, I have my Havla Cunnington, which is like my ministry site. That one I have been building for almost 10 years. And that's the one that I have really nurtured forever. Um, it's where I post about ministry opportunities, um, what it's like to be a communicator or an author. Um, I share where I go and what a travel looks like. Um, but I also realized about, mm, about three years ago that it was kind of getting awkward. Like I would want to share about my outfit or my house or fun things that, you know, girls enjoy hearing. I like hearing like what lipstick you're wearing, but it was awkward to put that on my ministry page. It felt like eh, that's not why people are here. They want to be encouraged spiritually. They want to read the books and there's a real like male and female experience there. And I'm like, that's not really what I want to do with that. So I started another Instagram account called Home with Havala. Yes, that's why we named the podcast Home with Havala. And it's that's the that's where you're going to find my paint colors and my artwork and my home and DIY. It's just a fun site that I enjoy doing. There's not a lot of spiritual content there, but you know, it's fun. Well, the hacker got a hold of my main account. My business account really is what it is. And you might not understand how big a deal that is. I I didn't either, but what happens is, is if you have a certain amount of followers, let's say you have 10,000 followers and you get hacked, that hacker can sell that account on the black market. There's a market for it and they want those followers and it it's worth something to them. And then they will sell it and it will get passed from person to person. I did not know this. This is something that I'm learning throughout my experience. And again, there's no classes on this. It's not like we really know. Um, but they will take that and basically you'll never see it again. Um, I follow a pretty uh, influential person years ago that was hacked. She had 300,000 followers and she, once the account was hacked, it was sold and then it was sold from person to person on the black market. And she had to recover it with the FBI, like literally called the FBI. They got involved. This is, you know, she had a large following, but it was her livelihood and she was able to, to make it a, um, you know, a, uh, an offense, a crime against her. So in general, from the research I've done, which might sound dramatic, um, however many followers you have on some of these social accounts is a dollar per follower. So on the black market, my account on Havala Cunnington is, could be up to $200,000 on the black market. That's crazy. It means nothing for me, meaning that I don't, I don't sell, I sell my, I give information about my products and how you can purchase and all those things, but I'm not using posts to make money, but I do have friends that do, and that's their livelihood. Like they post pictures of what they buy or where they go, or they, you know, 
all kinds of things. And that's their livelihood. They have a brand manager. That's how they do it. And just to give you guys some insight, corporations have stopped throwing advertisement money into commercials and into ads, and they have thrown it uh, hugely into influencers online because we have been so inundated with advertisement. We don't believe it anymore. Like, does anybody know what I'm talking about? Like someone says something and you're like, ah, or you get advertised. It's like white noise. And so what they have found is that if you can get a trusted influencer to talk about a product or something that they like, then you will, by word of mouth and by a sense of trust, like you trust this person, they're not going to lie to you. Uh, You maybe like who they are and think I'd like to be like them. And we purchased the product because of that. And I, I do it all the time. It's literally the reason I'm wearing this necklace. It's the reason my nails are the way they are. I enjoy it. I like getting feedback and I like having that word of mouth. Like this is how it works. So long story short, we get into our account and we're realizing we have no access. Now, Instagram, unlike Facebook, does not have any customer service. Now, Facebook doesn't have customer service unless you have a business account. But in the Instagram world, there is literally just an email that you email and you wait to hear back. So we vigilantly... Um, we vigilantly literally like emailed every 30 minutes. We filled out security. We took pictures, pictures of my ID and we were sending, flooding them. And then we're like, okay, now we got to find somebody that we know. Who do we know that works at Facebook or Instagram? Well, we finally figure out a few people that we have contact with again, not anything formal, but just of a friend of a friend. And we reach out to Facebook and we realize that Facebook doesn't interact with Instagram. So even if you have somebody in Facebook who manages accounts or is able to help, they can't get into Instagram. It's a completely different world, even though they're owned by the same community. Does that make sense? It's sounding complicated, but hopefully I'm giving you the insight. So we had talked to a couple of representatives at, on Facebook We finally went to a couple friends of ours that had helped people get their accounts back. And we were hearing terrible stories, like stories, okay, we didn't get our account back for five months. We lost 30,000 people. Our reputation was, it was a disaster. I mean, we were hearing tragic things. Like we got in there and we found out the hacker had got gotten money, you know, lied to people, got started funds, received money from your followers, said it was from you. I mean, it was terrifying. It's terrifying because so much of what we do in our lives is reputation. You know, we go get a loan at a bank or a loan for a house and we ask for a loan officer that we trust or somebody else has used, whether it's a real estate agent, a doctor, uh, a a church. I mean, we use everything we do as humans. We interact because we know somebody who's interacted with that person and we trust them. And so when your reputation is at stake, it's terrifying because you think these, these people could literally do anything they want. In fact, one of the women that I follow, the hacker took over her account and started posting pornographic pictures on her wall that kind of stuff. 
where all of a sudden you are a minister and people see you as that. They don't know you've been hacked and they are posting vile, scary, dark things and you have no control. So I went over to my Home with Havila account. It's got, I don't know, maybe 15, 16,000 people that followed that. That's kind of my little inner world. And I began to tell them about what was happening. As I'm live telling my Home with Havila world that I've been hacked and be careful, the hacker comes on my live video as me. Like, do you guys, can you? Can you just, like, it is the craziest, like, is this really my life? I'm telling my community, please be careful. I've been hacked. Havila Cunnington is no longer me. And the hacker is talking at me and saying, answer the message. I I messaged you. You need to answer. I'm going to get your account deleted. Well, if I went into my messages at home with Havila, there's a message from me, Havila Cunnington, And it says, we'll give you your account back for money. Now my account is being held ransom. Like, really? So I am, we're sitting there thinking, okay, this guy is asking for money. It was something dumb, like $800. And then I started doing my research. I started, you know, looking at all kinds of stories. And um, I watched YouTube videos. Like, if it was out there, I read it or watched it. I mean, 24 hours of just nonstop information, trying to figure out what to do. Are you like that when you're stressed out or you're trying to figure something out? I just get into this in like investigative mode. So I'm in it. I'm just researching and trying to figure it out. And everything I had read was don't give the hacker money. Don't do it. There's no guarantee that you're going to get it. And There's a few that said, yes, we actually did give the money to the hacker and we did get our money back. Oops, sorry. We did get our money back. Um, But, you know, that was, who knows, right? So we decide, my first thought is, I'm not going to interact with this guy. Like, I'm not even going to give him the decency to know that I know him. I'm, I'm watching him. I'm talking to him. So I, we completely ignored him. We just said, I'm not, we're not going to respond at all to him. We're going to let every social channel that we have know that we've been hacked, which if you were here uh, two days ago, you would have gotten the update that we had been hacked. And so we're not interacting. He's getting more angry. He changes my profile photo. He deletes my bio and he's starting to DM my friends. So my friends are starting to send me messages of this guy and he's saying, send the money here. Tell your friend, I'm going to delete her account. Uh, tell your friend that, um, that, sh- that I'm going to, uh, delete all of her content and photos for the last couple of years. So he's going back and forth about all that. And I'm just tired. Like we went to bed at 1am, got up at 6am, I'm on no sleep. I'm tired. I've I've cried. I've gotten angry. We've used every favor that we have with anybody that we know. And everything is a dead end. Like we would talk to somebody and they would say, well, I have a friend who works here. Why don't you call them? And then we would call them. And then we would find out that they were at the same spot we've been at, or they didn't have any success after the place that we've done everything we knew how to do, or we didn't get a specific email that they needed to get it back. And it was, 
we just started at first I was feisty and like, we're going to fight. We're going to get this back. And then I had this like, okay, this is ridiculous. I'm angry. How violating. But as the 24 hour mark hit and then the 30 hour mark hit, I started feeling like hopeless. Like this isn't going to work. There's nothing we can do. Everything I'm finding I'm checking my inbox. I'm not hearing from Instagram. I'm not hearing from anybody that we gave. There was even a friend who owns business accounts and was, and said, well, why don't we make your account a business account and then I'll go in. And so Ben, my husband had to run down and get notarized to send that paperwork in. I mean, we are just working as hard as we can to figure out what to do. And Finally, my sister and I are talking on the phone and um, she's like, so have you tried this? And I'm like, yes. And I got to the point, I wish I could say that, yeah, I was super like a woman of faith. Absolutely. God can do it. I know a lot of you are feeling that way. I wasn't. (laughs) I wasn't feeling like God's got this. I was like, really? Because I just felt like there's, there's gotta be a way I'm a fighter. I'm a scrapper by nature. There's gotta be a way. And every way I was trying wasn't working. And then I had this realization, okay, wait, what is happening in my life right now where this would be really critical timing. And I realized, wait a minute, we are smack dab in the middle of our global Bible study with almost 20,000 of you joining in where I sit at my kitchen table And we are going through the book, Discovering and Activating My Spiritual Gifts. We're literally going through this book, and we are on day 10 of the Bible study. Guess what day 11 is? This is the crazy part. Day 11 is the activation section. So it's not just, I'm telling you about it, I'm giving you context, I'm giving you foundation, I'm telling you how it all works. Now I'm going to activate you so you can live it out in your everyday life. And that's the day I get hacked. Like, okay, all right, I'm getting, I'm getting clear. This is not an accident. And we had last night, our live Bible study on Bethel TV, as well as on, um, uh, in person with hundreds of women from our church. It's just one of those weeks where everything was stacked to have a massive impact. And so now I know it's the enemy, but I'm discouraged. You know, I can, I can add it all up and go, yeah, I can see how the enemy's using this, but I'm discouraged. I'm talking to my sister. I'm telling her this isn't going to work. I don't know what to do. And she's saying, did you try this or did you try that? And I'm saying, yep, I did that. Yep. Did that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yes. I don't think so. And I'm just, I'm discouraged. And she says, well, my husband has one contact. Maybe we could figure it out. He'll reach out. And that was it. That was it. So he started having a conversation with somebody. Again, don't DM me or call me or anything about this because I don't know them. I didn't talk to them. I don't have any contact. I promise you that. And I don't even know if this guy I don't know where he works. I don't know anything legit. I just know that he has some connection with Facebook and Instagram. And so he, and it's his family member that Daniel has contact with. So Daniel is going through the family member to get to the other family member. And he's giving them, we had to send him all of our, the hacked emails and all the, I mean, we just got a bunch of data 
emails, text messages, pictures, IDs, like all of it, and just sent it all to them. And then a little while later, we get an email and it's in a completely foreign language. It's the same language that the hacker is in the country he's in. And we're like, we can't read this. And Ben and I are sitting and Ben says, honey, I think, I think this might be something really good. Like, I, I think we this, this could be it. And so he pulls it up and we can't read it. So we Google, Google translator and we copy the email <laughs> and we put it in to the translated, <laughs> the translator on Google. And it says reset your, to reset your password, click on this. We'd never gotten an email from anybody. This is the first email from Instagram. And when we click on it, it says link expired. We're like, no, <laughs> after all of this, like did, what did we lose it within the last three minutes? Like, oh my gosh, were we, did we lose our time because we were trying to translate it? We missed it. And so we're sitting there and again, I started like feeling emotional. I'm now feeling like I want to cry because this feels like we're so close and there's nothing we can do. And finally, Daniel goes, okay, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out again. And so he reaches out again and then he sends us back a text that says, okay, try it again. So we click on, we, we click on our email and we get another email and this time we know what it says, so we don't have to translate it. We click on the link, and all of a sudden, it says reset password. We quickly reset the password and click. We're into the account. Miraculous. We're into the account. Now, we don't know if we're in the account with the hacker. We don't know. I mean, once if he knew we were getting in, he could change something very quickly so we immediately go in, change the email, change everything quickly as fast as we could. And we just are like, I think this is it. I think we did it. So I go in to change the picture back and the bio back. And it says, it says, um, this has already been changed. You have to wait for a review. It can only be changed every 14 days. So I'm like, oh my gosh, is my profile photo going to be antisocial for the next like 14 days? I start going through the emails and all the notifications and I get into one of the sections of my Instagram and in it says, um, Instagram account due to be deleted in 14 days, request being reviewed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my account's going to be deleted in 14 days. It's being reviewed right now. So we have to send them again, all of our content to be like, is this okay? He's like, it's okay. We cleaned it up. It's not going to be deleted. You're safe. <laughs> We've changed all of it. I finally changed my photo about 30 minutes later. I changed my bio as fast as I could. It wouldn't let me change it any other way. And we are back. We are back. And it is miraculous. It's miraculous. It's literally a miracle. And I know for you guys, I asked you guys to help me. And I was sitting here today driving home from dropping the kids off from school. And I felt so emotional because I'm so grateful for you guys. Like, thank you for your love and support. You guys rallied. Like, you rallied. I got on my Instagram and we did a little hashtag, bring Havila back. 
And it was just flooded with people that were doing videos and pictures and just, just encouraging. And I, in that low moment when you feel helpless and hopeless for to have you guys rally and help and do everything you knew how to do to help was such a big deal. So yesterday it was a complete blur. I think that was about 11 AM. And then I was thinking, oh my gosh, I teach tonight. I've got to get my slides. I got to get my notes. I got to get going. And so I updated Instagram, but I didn't up, update Facebook or all the other worlds that knew about this. And so I wanted to give you an update of how we're doing and glory to God, the things that happened. It was miraculous. It could have cost us so much money. Um, one of the people that I've follow that they got their account back. It cost them $200,000 through litigation and getting all these, all this help. Others just waited. And then, you know, a year later it clicked back on or five months later, it's just scary out there. So what are we going to do? Well, a couple things, um, you know, this is why it's really important that you get people's information aside from social media. So we have an email list that we've diligently created and continue to nurture. And so if you see us say sign up for something or add your email, now you know why. We're not just trying to get your email. We want to make sure that we can con connect with you and stay with you if we were to get hacked or we lost control over our socials. Um, so that's part of something that we are working toward. Um I'm still, I think I'm still a little in fight or flight. I can feel my physical body a little bit anxious still. And so I'm trying to bring my body down, my anxiety down a little. So yesterday I went for a walk in the sun and, you know, we have a little jacuzzi. I went in last night and just trying to get my body, my mind, everything just to relax and just, it's okay. We did it. It's over. Um, and I'm just shocked. So I'm working toward just getting my head around it and, um, being kind. I think it's really important when you go through intense things that your body will hold on, right? There's a book called the body keeps the score. It's a very, very heady book. So you don't have to read it, but it, the concept is really about that. Your body will tell the truth no matter what. So even if you're saying that that didn't happen or that's not true, or I don't feel that way, your body will actually keep the score and remind you that yes, that did happen and you have gone through uh, trauma or or whatever it is. And so, yeah, anyway, so that's my update. Glory to God. I'm so excited. You're going to see me on a lot of things in the next couple of days on socials and I'm back. I'm back. So the one thing I'm going to ask you guys to do is we lost thousands of people in this whole experience. So I'm going to post a picture in my socials that says Havila is back. I would love it if you would repost that. You don't have to do a live story. You don't have to do anything. Just a repost, just something that lets your community know that I'm back because I guarantee there are people that saw that and the weird pictures and the guy went live on my site. It was dark. And so I would just love your help to restore my reputation and restore that account to its fullness. So that's it, you guys. I love you. Um, you know, miracles still happen. And I think we hear a lot of bad news out there and things that are tragic. And sometimes it feels good to have a happy ending. And this was a happy ending. And so 
I hope this encourages you that whatever you're facing today that feels insurmountable or overwhelming or you're tired or hopeless or helpless, just know that miracles can happen. And I would say one of the key things that released my miracle was actually asking for help from people that were in my life. And so for some of you that are feeling overwhelmed and burned out or depleted or discouraged or hopeless, ask, reach out, ask somebody for help. It will be, it's a lifeline and it's so important and you have nothing to be ashamed of. If you don't know what to do and you don't know how to get there, you have nothing to be ashamed of. We all know what that feels like and um, it's okay to be human. And that's what I know. I believe that I'm working on that. And I hope you work on that as well. All right, you guys, I love you. Happy Thursday. And we'll catch up soon. Bye-bye.